The famous film by Stanley Kubrick, Eyes Wide Shut with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, is renowned for its crazy sex scenes featuring elite members of society hiring prostitutes for massive orgies in society mansions. It's a peek behind many people's belief systems and defies understanding of a traditional Christian-based society. But it's not so strange if you understand what those elites are trying to achieve. They are no different than the ancient Sumerian farmer or even the Israelites who turned away from God because they worried their crops wouldn't come. So what they would do was to go to a statue of the goddess Ishtar, the ancient Sumerian goddess famous from the Epic of Gilgamesh, they would hire a prostitute and would have sex with them, hoping to appease the perverted nature of the deity in hopes that it might rain. Once that is understood then, a multitude of our modern mysteries starts to make sense. We have a lot of people in politics who do not trust in God for positive things to happen in their lives, and they have turned to the ancient gods of antiquity, just as people always have, for supernatural assistance. And that is what the cult of Ishtar is all about. Ishtar was a sex-crazed lunatic. The actual character from the pantheon of Sumerian gods was likely a creature with a few screws loose. That history goes back 450,000 years of chronology, so there is likely a lot lost in the translations, but Ishtar was, by the time the Bible was starting to be written, a very ancient figure, and people had a reason to believe that by appeasing her with sexual practices that good things might come their way. We would call such actions evil because anybody too lazy to do the right things could be said to be doing the work of evil. Turning to a goddess to make life easier for anybody is what I would call evil. And knowing the nature of politics and the people who are drawn to that profession, it's all too tempting to take the easy way out. So embracing sex practices of perversion in the hopes of personal fulfillment of Ishtar into their lives is an all-too-tempting proposition. This is the surface point of Jonathan Kahn's newest book, The Return of the Gods, which I think is fantastic, essential reading. For the sake of a book, he focuses on three main gods from Sumerian and Egyptian mythology that are trying to manifest into our modern world from ancient times. I would argue that they never went away. That the way these gods work is through quantum mechanics. They are competing life forms with our four-dimensional reality, which has the benefit of concealment. And many lazy people in our world are always looking for the easy way out, so appeasing the sex magic of the goddess Ishtar is very lucrative. We could easily then attribute the trans movement to that appeasement, the embrace of gay rights, abortion, easy sex, internet pornography, child sex trafficking, getting kids to have sex in public school as early as possible, high divorce rates, and broken marriages, all as a social, political appeasement of the goddess Ishtar the same as the biblical period farmer who is struggling with his crops, and asks his wife what they should do. And they decide that having sex with a prostitute by the statue of Ishtar is the thing to do. In modern times, we see a massive commitment to this ancient goddess by lazy minds easily corrupted because they lack the intellect to contemplate any other reality than appeasement. Many people don't know that the pride flag of the gay movement, the rainbow, is the battle flag of Ishtar and the colors all have precise meanings. When it's argued that showing inclusion in our public schools of rainbow art made by the students is a great thing but that the cross of Christ cannot be displayed, we are dealing with massive hypocrisy. The rainbow flag is a religious symbol, just as much as the cross is for Christians. The rainbow flag represents the cult of Ishtar, a sex cult meant to appease the goddess for all aspects of fertility. That fertility might be a new job promotion as viewed in a modern concept, increased GDP among losers in government who do not understand economics and have had their opinions shaped by Karl Marx, Keynesian notions, or even a sports franchise that hopes to win the next big game. 
Those who lack the confidence to live good lives and succeed with merit instead of supernatural aid are most susceptible to the cult of Ishtar. Living as a Christian takes a lot more work, so to erase their guilt and weakness, they are openly seeking the destruction of the Christian judgment so to make their worship of the cult of Ishtar more socially acceptable. And left unchecked, we see that it's out of control in our politics today. It's corrupting everything, our children, our businesses, even our beer cans. Ultimately, Ishtar was a prostitute, she could never stay faithful to one sex partner, and she was one who often embraced the ability to change her sex at will. This is why the trans movement we are seeing now has taken hold the way it is, and now all these media companies are openly embracing it, along with the powers of government. It's an ancient superstition attached to pleasure, making it all too lucrative for the not very smart. Of course, the farmer will be happy that his wife will let him have sexual relations with a prostitute if it brings good things to their family. And in that way, millions and millions of modern people have been suckered into this Ishtar mess. When in truth, Ishtar, as a living creature, or now as a spirit residing in the eighth dimension, is likely insane and deranged beyond help. But the destruction of her ideas allowed for people to believe that perversion was merit, and since it fed their animal instincts with pleasure, they were all too willing to accept it. And that belief has gone on now for tens of thousands of years. But it's not by accident that we see so much sex-based commitment by the modern political left. They are not very smart to begin with, leaving them to be very superstitious. They want to believe that if they appease some ancient goddess, their lives will be easier, just as they vote for Democrats to make a big and powerful government that can take care of their lazy asses perpetually. So they are tempted to bring great evil into the world so that they can avoid working too hard and thinking about things on their own. It's much easier to hope Ishtar will reward them for perversions rather than to work hard to produce something unique from their intellect. Once it is understood that the cult of Ishtar is behind much of the perverse sex in our modern culture, it becomes a much more manageable problem. I can't recommend enough that people read Jonathan Kahn's new book. He has created a great foundation of understanding so we can solve this very modern problem. I think the situation is much worse than he does, there are many Ishtars out there, and the politics of the gods are a real challenge when people are so willing to worship them and their menace so easily. But to understand many of our modern problems, understanding the cult of Ishtar is essential to a solution that won't come easily. Because that cult's temptations are lucrative, it is easy for stupid people to follow while engaging in pleasure disguised as a sacrifice for financial benefit. Rich Hoffman Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business